Greetings to all of you. The name of this audio recording is The Spiritual Significance of Unleavened Bread versus Leavening in light of the Feast of the Passover. During the Feast of the Passover, we eat unleavened bread for seven days, with the first and last day being holy convocations. In fact, another name for the Passover is the Feast of Unleavened Bread. The holy celebration begins on the 14th day at even and lasts until the 21st day at even during the first Hebrew month, Abib, which typically occurs during the secular months of March or April. Now I'm going to read a scripture to you. This is found in Leviticus 23, verses 5 to 8. And the 14th day of the first month at even is the Lord's Passover. And on the 15th day of the same month is the Feast of Unleavened Bread unto the Lord. Seven days ye must eat unleavened bread. And the first day ye shall have an holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work therein. But ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord seven days. And the seventh day is an holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work therein. So this year, the Passover will begin on sundown on Sunday, April 13th, and will continue until sundown on Sunday, April 20th. Now, God was very specific in the way in which we are to keep the Passover. One key component is the eating of unleavened bread for seven whole days. Not only that, individuals are to cease from eating any foods with leavening and all items with leavening, whether they be cleaning products, Hygiene products, and of course food, should be removed from the house for seven whole days. Now why did God command us to eat unleavened bread during the Feast of the Passover? Oftentimes, God instructs us to perform physical acts, not for the sake of rituals or traditions, but because of the spiritual meaning behind these acts and its pertinence to our salvation. For example, Christ himself was baptized, which is a physical act. But what does baptism mean? This submersion of one's entire body into water and then rising up represents the death and burial of our old life of sin and the rising again of our new life of obedience in Jesus. It is the spiritual meaning behind the act of baptism that is truly important. This means that if you decided to be baptized but continued to disobey God's laws, then the baptism becomes irrelevant. However, this is not to say that you should forego being baptized because remember, Christ himself was baptized and he said, it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Now the same principle applies to the eating of unleavened bread. This act alone cannot save you, but what it represents will. This unleavened bread represents Christ's body, his body is holy and represents the Word of God, which is written in the Bible. This holy Bible includes the Ten Commandments, testimonies, the instruction, and every important lesson that we need so that we can obey God and prepare ourselves to gain eternal life. Now, how do we know that unleavened bread represents Christ? Let us read in Matthew 26 verses 17 to 18, and then we'll drop down to verse 26. Now the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare for thee to eat the Passover? 
And he said, Go into the city to such a man, and say unto him, The master said, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at thy house with my disciples. Now in verse 26 it states, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it, and brake it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. I also want to read to you in St. John 6, verses 53 to 58, which states, Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I said unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man, and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh, and drinketh my blood, have eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh, and drinketh my blood, dwelleth in me, and I in him. As the living Father has sent me, and, if, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. Now if one looks at this scripture on the surface, it may be disconcerting and hard for some to accept. But as stated before, Christ is the word of God. And his word can be compared to our spiritual food. In order for us to survive spiritually, to obtain the best spiritual health, we must read the Bible every day. Just like you eat food every day to survive physically. When we are diligent in studying the Bible, the principles that we learn must become an integral part of our lives. By doing so, we become more like Christ and he becomes a part of us. This will enable you to pass over from death to eternal life. Now from a common standpoint, leavening includes baking powder, yeast, bicarbonate of soda, which is household baking soda, and baking ammonia, which is used commonly in pretzels and other snacks. Leavening is pretty much in most of the foods we eat, as well as products we use to clean our homes and bodies. So if unleavened bread represents the word of God, what does leavening represent? It represents sin. That is why God commands us to remove all leavening from our homes and diets during the Feast of Passover because it points to the removal of all sin from our lives. This is called being perfect, being perfect, which you can find in Matthew 5, verse 48. God chose the perfect symbol to represent sin. Leavening increases the volume of a product which changes the shape and texture. It transforms something from its original form into another that is different. You can easily see what sin has done to our souls and hearts. Sin changed us into something totally different from what God created. If we revisit the garden, we know that Adam and Eve were not meant to die. They were supposed to be immortal. Because of sin, specifically the sin in the garden, Adam and Eve were then transformed into something totally different. They became mortal, meaning they would die. Sin can now enter into our minds, and from this point on, all human beings born have sin and death in their flesh. And just like leavening is in many of the products we use and eat, sin seems to be in just about every place you turn. But even though these spiritual meanings are are much more important than the physical acts of removing leavening from our homes and from our diets, as well as eating unleavened bread during the Feast of the Passover, it is important to know that we still must 
keep these physical acts because God has commanded us to. Now finally, I would like to read what Paul said about the Feast of Passover and its spiritual relevance to us. And this is found in 1 Corinthians 5, 7-8. Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Paul was speaking of being sanctified and set apart from those who had sinful practices. Why? Because it only takes a little sin to change the soul. Satan only needed Adam and Eve to take just a bite, one little bite. It didn't matter if they ate the whole fruit. He knew only a little leaven or sin would change the entire soul. So in listening to this presentation, I hope you were able to gain a greater understanding as to the spiritual significance of unleavened bread as well as leavening during the Feast of Passover. May God be with you all. Amen and Happy Passover.